In the last episode, in episode 33, we went over building a time blocking method and now we're actually going to talk about how to combine a paper planner with a Google calendar or a digital calendar for the ultimate productivity and organization so that you can actually start your week and get through your week knowing exactly what comes next and making sure you have time to get the things done that you want to get done so that you don't feel like you're constantly falling behind or double booking yourself or missing appointments or falling behind on any tasks that you wanted to complete and you get to the end of the week and it's like, oh, I wanted to do this, this and this and you just never got to it because you forgot about it or you just didn't have time in your day. And that is what we are going to get rid of and how to utilize them together so that you can have this hybrid method that is so incredibly productive that you can just power through your weeks and have wonderful weeks and get your stuff done. Are you ready to stop the chaos, the stress, the overwhelm that's filling your life? I'm Renee Matt, and together you and I are going to build simple routines that are going to change your life. When you put these habits into practice, you're going to be able to organize your life in a way where you can be there for your family, pay off your debt, save money, your house can stay organized, you don't have to stress about what's for dinner, and you still get time for yourself. So without further ado, let's get started. Welcome to the Routine Advantage Podcast. We are just finishing up the first week of January, which is always a good time to kind of recalibrate and start getting more organized. Like that, I think that's a mission for all of us that we always want to be more organized, more productive, all those things. But if you're doing this at any point throughout the year, it's going to benefit you because you don't have to wait until the beginning of each year to reset. If you are going into a different season in your life or you're just any time throughout the year, please know, just start it. Don't wait for the calendar to reset before. I know it's the best feeling when you can reset on like a Monday or you can set reset on the first of the month all those things. But if we constantly are waiting, then we're always just going to be waiting for the next the next time, the next Monday. Um, so there's just a little tidbit that has nothing to do with this episode. But I was just thinking about that. I'm like, I should probably say that. Like, just start this whenever you're listening to it and you will thank yourself later. So the, the first thing is I want to talk about why digital and paper. Why wouldn't you just stick with one? And I talked about this a little bit in the last episode, but I have used both and I started with a paper planner and I loved it. Then we moved into a digital calendar and I loved the convenience of it, but I missed the paper. So then I tried to do both and it was a nightmare. And then I went straight back to the digital, but I missed the paper and it's just been like this roller coaster. But now I have been using a digital and paper together, but it's a different type of system that I have set up now because before I was basically using them both the same way to organize my schedule. And what I was finding is that I'd update one and then the other one, I would forget to update something because, you know, something came up or I just spaced or my mind spaced on updating it. And then I would find that I was either double booking myself or I missed something or I didn't fully capture it in one area and it it was just kind of a mess. So what I have done now is to reorganize the way that I do it and to have a better system on how to keep track of things 
without basically doing double the work, it's I don't use them both the same way. So there's um I kind of use my digital calendar as more of my like schedule and time commitments. And then my paper planner is more of like my guidebook on making sure I have my day stacked and to help me reach my goals. So to kind of go through the benefits of each is like your digital calendar, whether you use a Google calendar or your calendar that just comes on like your iPhone or whatever, most of them are cloud-based. And when they're cloud-based, you can access them from different accounts no matter what device you're on. So, um, or I, I should say not different accounts, but different devices. So I use a Google Calendar. I do have an iPhone, but I I like the Google Calendar. Um, so I go with the Google, Google Calendar, and that's basically what I'm going to be talking about today. But if you use something else, just know that, that it's kind of the same thing as long as it's a digital calendar. So they're convenient. Um, they're always basically at your fingertips because you probably always have your phone with you. You can put so many different details and meeting links if you're doing maybe like a Zoom call or a virtual meeting. You can get all that information in there. They're always accessible even if you forget your phone or you lose your phone. You can probably, depending on the type you're using, but I know for Google, you can just log in on your computer and have full access to your Google Calendar. Um, So that's really handy. And you can basically always have your calendar accessible to you no matter where you are. Now the paper planner, when you write something on paper, it just makes your brain work better. It helps you to get creative. It helps you to stay grounded. You can just, there's something calming about using a paper planner. So when you can work both of them together, that's when it gets really, really good. So the downside of the paper is that it doesn't work so well if you are needing other people to access your availability, whether it is for work or your family has a shared calendar, all those things. And what happens if you forget your calendar at home, then you're you're kind of out of luck. <laughs> like if somebody starts asking you your availability and you forgot your paper planner at home and you don't have it with you all the time, then it's really hard to say what you're available for. And then that is one of the reasons why I use my paper planner as more of the guide where my digital calendar is my schedule. Like that is my availability. I hope that makes sense. And we'll go into my whole planning process so you can actually start implementing this too if you're looking for a system that works where you can still utilize a digital calendar and the paper planner that we all love getting and setting up. The paper planners are just, they're so much fun and there's so many different layouts you can get, but I would recommend to just keep it really simple, at least until you're used to using this method. But if you have a planner already, don't worry about going and buying a new one or anything like that. Use what you have and this system will still work for you. Now, you are going to want a paper and pen outside of your planner because you're probably going to want to take a lot of notes on the steps. There is a lot of little steps in here that you're going to want to keep an eye on and keep in mind as you're going through this process and learning it, but it really is very simple. And once you do it a few times, you'll have it down and you won't need your notes anymore, I promise. Like It'll be, it'll be very simple. It sounds more complicated than it is. 
So the first thing that you'll want to do is go back and build your ideal daily template. This is in episode 11. And I actually, when I went through this process, the first time I did it with myself, I printed it out into like a PDF paper and I had laminated it. And so then that was like my ideal template. I did my day and then I spread it out through the week. And that was my ideal template. Now I would take that when I was planning for the week ahead. And eventually I started getting really good at like categorizing and combining things like I talked in the last episode. So I had to keep updating that little printout until it eventually just became very like a minimal stack of my day into my time blocks. And that is how I just kept going. I would just tweak it a little bit each week until it became this really good system that worked really well for me. So if you find that you do that, And that's good because then you're learning the system. You're learning how it works best for you. First thing you want to do is make sure you actually have a starting point for your daily schedule template. So this will show how your day stacks up and what you do first, what you do next, and so on throughout your day, where your five first routines fit in, those five routines that I talk about. It's the F-I-R-S-T So it's the follow a morning routine, implement a meal planning routine, repeat a daily seven home routine. The S is schedule movement and the T is track your budget. So it's getting your budget routine in there as well. So those are the five routines and building your daily schedule template will teach you how to stack those routines in your day to keep you really organized and on track in very minimal amount of time. Uh, each day or each week or however you end up plugging it into your uh, your schedule. So that's your step one is to just make sure you have your ideal daily template built. This system will not work well until you have that built so that you know kind of what you're doing each day. That's a, that's a really important step. So that's number one. Uh, number two is figure out what digital calendar you're using. Now I use a Google calendar but you can use other calendars as well, other other digital calendars. I would just suggest making sure that it is a cloud-based calendar. So like I said, you can access it on a different device if you need to. Um, once you figure out which calendar you're going to use, you want to figure out what calendars you want. Now, the not the program itself, but in Google you can create multiple calendars under the same account. And so they're all integrated together or you can view them individually. So how this works is like in Google, you can set up a calendar, like your default calendar can be your personal calendar, but then you can create another calendar that is your family calendar. And you can create one that is your work calendar. And then you can create one that is, you know, your kids calendar, your sport, uh, the sports calendar, all these different things. 
and you can keep them private or you can share them with others. So maybe your family calendar is shared with anybody in your family that has a Google account. Uh, you can create all these different calendars and you can keep it really simple by viewing them all at once where you can just check all the boxes and view them all and they lay across each other so that you can see how it all falls uh, throughout each day, week, month, and so on. Uh, or you can uncheck the boxes that you don't want to view and you can see individual calendars at one time. So if you just want to see your personal calendar, you only check the box for your personal calendar and that's all that shows on your calendar. But then if you maybe want to see it lined up with your uh, husband's calendar, you can click his calendar if you have it shared together. And then you can see both of them together. And if you have any, you know, time discrepancies where you guys are like, oh, we need to pick up the kids at this time, but we're both in meetings, then what are we going to do? You know, you can see those things at the same time. So it's really flexible. And I love this feature of being able to uh, build and view calendars together or separately. Uh, and this is where I actually have created a time block calendar. So one of the calendars that I have in Google is just, and you can rename them. And so I have it named time blocks. And so when I have that ideal daily template built, I know my ideal day and week. So once I have that, I went in and I created a time block Google calendar and I plugged in those time blocks on each day across a week. And when I did that, I made each one recurring weekly. So I never have to do it again unless my ideal template changes, like maybe the season of our life changes or we go into a different time period. So maybe like if your kids are going back to school, your ideal daily template might change. Or if they're going into summer, then it might change a little bit. So you can tweak it at that time, but then just change all the recurring uh, appointments or events in your calendar and you'll be updated. So it's very easy. It's a little bit time consuming at the front end of it. But once you get it set up, it is super quick to just maintain because then it's all ready to go. And when you're doing that and when you're setting up those time blocks as events in your Google Calendar... Then you can also select colors and I like to color code them the same as in my paper planner. So it's a really quick eye catch to know exactly what is happening. And don't worry about like scheduling other things right at this point. You're just doing kind of your building block. Like this is the foundation. We're laying the foundation and then we will move on from this. So for example, if my daily seven home routine is yellow in my paper planner. So in my Google calendar, in the time block section, I plugged it in as a yellow block for when my ideal time to do my daily seven home routine is. And what you can do when you have this calendar set up, like I said, when you don't need to see it, you can just uncheck it and then all of your time blocks disappear from your calendar. So it doesn't clutter your calendar. Uh, it's just a good planning tool later on as we go through this process. So once you have your time block calendar set up in your Google Calendar and you have your other calendars set up, whether they are just 
maybe you just have a personal calendar and that's it and that's okay. Then you just have a personal calendar and your time blocks calendar. Um, But whatever ones you want, just have those all set up. Once you get those all set up, the first most important thing I want to tell you is when you are scheduling something, so whether it's a meeting, an appointment, uh, you're getting together for a girls' night sometime, whatever it is, when you're scheduling something, never, ever, ever go to your paper planner first. It is always your digital calendar first. Like that is your number one rule. When something happens, digital first, always. Because then you can go in and you can plug in the timestamp, you can plug in any details, you can just put everything in there and you know that everything is always going to be at your fingertips because you can access it from pretty much any device. So when something happens, that is the biggest thing is always plan it in your digital calendar first. The paper planner comes later. You just schedule. <laughs> I'm just going to keep repeating it. Digital digital first, always. And then when once we have our calendars set up, then you can go in and plug in whatever you need to. Plug in your appointments, your meetings, uh, anything like that that you want. You can keep them color-coded or you can just keep them blank. Like I do have them color-coded. Like all of my meetings or time-sensitive events are green. Um, and then my time blocks are different colors, obviously, because they correlate with the paper planner colors. But you can color code whatever you want. Um, like all work in mine is gray. Uh, in my business time or recording time is pink. Birthdays are lavender. You know, it just depends on what you want. But however you want to do it, just go ahead and plug in whatever meetings or appointments or commitments that you have into your digital calendar for this week or for the whole month, for the whole year, whatever you want. Get those updated to the point where you are really comfortable and you feel like everything is plugged into your digital calendar. Once you do that, then it goes into our typical planning process. So once you have that whole foundation set up, you have your calendar set up, you have your time blocks set up, then like I said, as things come along, you just plug them into your digital calendar. So then each week you pick a day that works really well for you. Now for me, it's Fridays. I love planning for my week ahead on a Friday. I know a lot of people love doing it on Sundays. I like Sundays to be pretty quiet if they can be. So, um, and a lot of times we're out of town anyway. So if we have the ability to be home, I don't want anything that I have to do. (laughs) I just want to rest on a Sunday. So I love Fridays. It kind of gets me into the weekend. I go into the weekend knowing I'm all set for the following week. I just prefer that. So you just want to pick a good day that works for you that you can try and be consistent about doing this planning process. And then you have your day that you actually sit down with your paper planner and your digital calendar and plan out your week. So let's go through that process when let's pretend it is Friday and I'm grabbing my paper planner and my digital calendar and I am sitting down to plan out my following week. Now you can keep this part very simple and you can just do your pen and paper planner and your digital calendar and that's all you need. Or you can get a little crazy like me, (laughs) have a lot of fun with it. I have 
ordered so many different like colors of pens and I love the Pilot Friction erasable pens. They make the paper planning process so much fun. Uh, it is just you get to write with pens, but they're completely erasable. So if you make a mistake, like there's no there's no hesitancy to not make your planner perfect because that was always my big thing is I didn't want to write in it and then mess up and have something change when it's erasable it doesn't really matter and it just it just makes the process a lot more fun uh I also did like washi tape and washi tape stickers so they're not like crazy stickers but they can remove if you absolutely need them to um different color highlighters and pilot also makes uh the pilot friction also makes erasable highlighters which is awesome so it's just like fun stuff to make the planning process fun. If you don't have time to work with all these things and make your planner pretty, just keep it super simple. If you have some highlighters on hand already, you could color block with those, um, but it's totally up to you. Do not feel like you have to go all out. You can keep it absolutely super simple. So what I do is when I get together on my Friday, I do my Google Calendar and whether it's on my phone or my computer and then my paper planner and then I grab my supplies. I grab my pens, my washi tape, my stickers, my highlighters, all those things and I pull them together. And then the first thing I do is review my digital calendar. Now I do this early in the morning before Tony gets up. So I know that before Friday morning, at some point in the week, I need to check in with Tony and double check what his schedule is. So a lot of times, it's usually like Wednesday or Thursday, I will ask him what's coming up the following week. We do this for a couple of different reasons. We're always doing it, looking at meal planning ideas. We're looking at it for budget, um, budget meeting ideas, like, or like, planning ahead for our budget. And so we kind of just do this check-in throughout the week for each thing. And so this is also a scheduling check-in. And so we'll we'll talk about, you know, what he has going on, if he has any events that he has to be uh, out of town for, or if he has to be at the office for certain things, if he has any plans with his friends or his fantasy football draft, things like that. We need to know where we are. <laughs> like we need to know where the other person is. I always want to check in with him and make sure that my uh, calendar is aligned with what his schedule is so that everything is consistent. So that is a big thing. If you share a calendar with somebody or if you're sharing a schedule with somebody and you guys need to be aligned, always do that check-in and make sure your digital calendar is up to date with everything going on before you sit down to do this process. Um, that's going to make it really easy because then you know you are up to date on everything. And then when you sit down Everything should be accurate, at least up to this planning point. You can always erase and change things later, but you want it to be as accurate as possible when you go into this planning process. So then what you do is you don't even worry about your paper planner yet. You look at your digital calendar and then you check the box to bring that time block calendar up so it lines up with your digital calendars, like your personal calendar, your family calendars, all those things. When you're seeing them all together, then your time block calendar is shown in there and it's stacked into your day. Now, the benefit of this is then you're looking at your time blocks and you're looking at your actual time commitments and you can see if they align well. So if your time block is to, you know, do your daily seven home routine at noon on Monday, 
but you actually have a doctor's appointment at noon on Monday, then you know you're not going to be home to clean for 30 minutes. So you need to either look at your week and say, okay, do I need to remove it because I'm not going to have time to adjust this anywhere else? Or do I need to slide this daily seven home routine? Do I need to slide it down and do my home routine at 2 p.m.? Or maybe I need to do it before I leave at 11 a.m. And that is the, the benefit of looking at your time blocks and just restacking each day. So you go day by day, and restack it. And then once you go through your whole week, you can see exactly what is coming up in the week. You can reassess if you realize that you only have um, certain things plugged in, but they don't hit the goals that you're trying to reach. That at that point, you need to prioritize and you need to decide what needs to get canceled, what needs to get rescheduled, or what needs to just you need to say no to or what needs to just get put on the back burner at this point in time. So this is like your reprioritization step to really make sure everything actually fits in your day. When you're doing this though too, you always want to make sure that you're not just stacking your day where there's no gaps, there's no breaks. Make sure that you are prioritizing time to reset. So make sure that that you know, morning routine is plugged in or your nightly routine or your lunchtime routine, whatever it is that whatever time of day works best for you, you need that like me time plugged in there. You need to make sure that you're having time to reconnect with your spouse, having time to connect with your kids, having time that is just blank space, like leave some gaps in there so that you don't feel like you're always constantly doing something. And if it's a business, like maybe like for myself, I have a full-time job, but I also have my business. I can't be working on my business all day long. So if I'm plugging in an hour of business in the morning before I start work, I know that I have to be really productive in that hour. And it keeps me really focused during that hour to get done the, the most beneficial things that I can do. So it's always constantly prioritizing so that I'm not wasting time on things that don't matter as much. And then that helps me keep my evenings open because I'm getting really focused on the time that I'm committing to certain things. So this is a really fun process and you will get better and better at it each time, but you're just going through that digital calendar and restacking each day to make sure it all fits in line. And your ideal template every day does not have to fit exactly into your ideal template that you set up. That's the point of the ideal template. You have it next to it so that you can see it with what you have scheduled and you can see if you can actually hit your ideal template or if you just need to restack, but it's always keeping those goals in mind. So you just do whatever you need to do and then once you are done, then you can remove the time blocks or you can keep them on there however you want to do it. I do like keeping them on at least until I'm fully done with my planning process just to make it a little bit easier, but you can do whatever you need to do. So that is the step two is to just adjust everything and restack your day to make sure everything fits and to make sure everything is prioritized that is important to you. 
Now, the third step is then to pull out your paper planner. And we're going to go to the weekly spread. A lot of uh, planners have different spreads. They have like the monthly spread, they have goal spreads, all these different things. We're focusing on the weekly spread right now. So we're going to flip to that weekly spread and you are going to go through each day and you're just going to write in your stacked day. Now, the way this looks is, let me actually grab my planner here quick. I'm going to, I should have had it handy right here. But when you have your day stacked, there aren't details going into your planner. So I'm not going to go in and say that my morning routine starts at 5.30 and goes until, you know, 6.15 a.m. And then it goes into my business. Like all the timestamps are already plugged into my digital calendar. So I don't need to worry about timestamps in my paper planner. All I'm doing is sorting out my day so that I know the first thing when I open my planner on that Monday morning, I know the first thing that I need to do and then I know the next thing I need to do and I know the next thing I need to do. So I want to keep it really, really simple. So for instance, on Monday, this upcoming Monday, so the January 8th, I have it morning routine, business, walk, work. And then next to work, I have daily seven because I know on my lunch break, I need to do my daily seven home routine. And then after work, I have gym dinner and all of my routines within each thing. Now with the daily seven home routine, I'm not plugging in all the little tasks that I need to go through and clean in my house, all those things, because I already have it as a routine system in my daily seven home routine. Um, When I get to my daily seven, I know exactly what I'm going to do because I already did the process and I already did the work to set up my daily seven home routine. So all I have to put on my planner is daily seven. And so you can just go through each day and transfer from your digital calendar and literally just write your day stack just so that you know what is first, what comes next, and so on. It's not all the details. Then once you do that, then you kind of look back and reassess your week. Make sure that you have everything in, that you feel like you captured everything that is time sensitive or your commitments, all those things that you just like the layout of your week. And if you need to shift things, go ahead and shift them. But the next step is once you have reviewed everything, we're going to look at it, and then we're going to decide our priority tasks for the week. Now, this is a little bit different than a to-do list. We're not doing a to-do list. I want you to just forget about a a traditional to-do list where you have 20, 30 things just constantly rotating on this list. This is three to five main tasks that you want to accomplish for the week. And I want you to list those on your paper planner on the side. So there's usually like a notes section or some sort of uh, margin space that you could do this and just write out your priority tasks. Now, if you need to go back and listen to what I mean by this, you can go to episode 20 and that is the one that I talk about this. But these are things that are outside of your tasks that you have within your routines. So for instance, the daily seven home routine, if my tasks 
in my daily seven home routine are built and I have, you know, starting a load of laundry and vacuuming the floors and uh, swapping out the dishwasher, like loading, unloading and making the beds. Those are things in my daily seven routine that I do consistently over and over and over and over. I do not need to write them on a to-do list. I want to simplify things. So I don't need to write those out. These are tasks that are not associated with any of the routines that I have on my actual paper planner that I wrote in or on my digital calendar. This is the extra things like wash guest bedding or picking up a birthday gift or cleaning out the garage. It's things that you don't generally do consistently every day or week. It's the extra things. So pick three to five big things or little things like you're just, they're three to five of your priorities to get done that week that aren't already built into one of your routine tasks that are already on your actual schedule. Now, once you pick three to five, and I wouldn't suggest going more than five because when we look at a list of so many things to do, it's a lot. And a lot of times it kind of freezes us and we don't end up accomplishing anything or we write something down that we've already accomplished just so we can check it off. Um, We don't want to do that. We just want to focus on the big things. So if the big thing is to make sure that you pick up that birthday gift, then that is your priority task for the week to make sure it gets done. And then what you can do is you can look at your week and kind of like plug in some notes of or like a little star next to where you are actually planning to accomplish those tasks so that as you go through your day, you can look at that and be like, hey, if we have time through here, this is where I want to go and pick up that gift. And then once you have your priority tasks done, then you can look at each day and see if there's any reminders or things you want to remember for each specific day. So some of the things for myself, we are in the process of making kombucha and sourdough bread and we do that every week that we're doing something with those two things. So there, if you know anything about the sourdough and the kombucha, there's like time frames with and there's like days between so if I'm not careful I could probably just forget about it altogether and then all of a sudden like three weeks down the road it's like oh yeah I was doing that I wonder if it's still alive (laughs) and then you go back and out to check it so instead I actually have it plugged in on each day so I have a little bar across the top of each day And those are just my tasks or reminders for the specific day. They're not my priority tasks. They're not the big ones. They're just like little, you know, like string on the finger reminders. So on one of them, I will have, you know, check the kombucha brew or feed the sourdough starter. And it's things like that. It's the little things just to remember so you don't forget. And then from there, you can either be done or you can move on to the optional task. So at that point, if this feels good to you, you can just stop at this point. You have your time blocks in your calendar. You have your digital calendar all up to date. That is your go-to to to schedule everything. Then you have your whole day stack laid out for the whole week. You have your top three to five priority tasks laid out, and you have your little daily reminders plugged in as you need them. This is a really, really, really good spot to be in and you get to feel really organized. Now, beyond this, if you feel like your priority tasks 
or your reminders also need to be in your digital calendar, this is where the optional step comes in. Once you have those plugged in for the week, you can go back to your Google Calendar and you can actually, instead of like when you go to hit add, instead of clicking add and adding an event where it would actually plug it in as a time frame on your calendar, instead add a task. So if I were to go and create these tasks for like I have one for uh, checking kombucha and feeding our sourdough. So if I go in and I create a task that I want to check um, the kombucha on Thursday, I can go to my Google Calendar. I have it written on my paper planner, but if I just want to make sure that it's digitally attached to my calendar, I can go create a task and mark it for Thursday that says check kombucha and then schedule it. And what it does is it brings it to Thursday. And when I open Thursday on my digital calendar, at the very top bar or the panel at the very top, it will have like a little task mark and then it'll say check kombucha. And what happens is if I don't accomplish it that day, instead of it just leaving it behind, if it goes into Friday and I didn't do it yet, or I haven't marked it complete on the bottom yet, it will drag it over to Friday and say, I still have a pending task. So you have to be careful with putting too many tasks in because if you're putting in, you know, six tasks a day and then you don't accomplish them all and they all roll over to the next day and then you have 12 and then you roll them over and all of a sudden you have just this like giant list of almost 20 tasks you have to be careful. So you have to go in and mark them complete. Otherwise, they will just keep rolling over to the next day until you mark them complete. So I do use this function. This is what I do after I plan out my priority tasks and my reminders. Uh, I go and plug the ones in into my digital calendar that I want to keep handy. But, um, but just be careful not to use that too much and have it turn into a to-do list because that can get very overwhelming very quickly. We want to keep it super simple. So that is the last step in this whole planning process. So that is a really long episode and I just want to do a really, really quick recap just to make sure you captured those things as a handy reminder of what to do first. So first, you're going to build your ideal daily template. Then you're going to evaluate the Google calendars that you need and set those up and make sure you create a time blocks calendar. And then you go in and you get everything up to date and you always do digital first. Never schedule anything in your paper planner without putting it into your digital calendar. That is your go-to. That is the one that will help keep you on track. Then you go into your weekly planning process, which will be on the same day or try to do it on the same day every week. And my day works really well Friday. You have to pick yours. But when you sit down to do your weekly planning, grab your paper planner and your Google calendar. And then number one, you're going to review your digital calendar, check with any family members if you need to, get it all updated and make sure it is as accurate as possible. Number two, you're going to adjust your time blocks around your new events or commitments to restack your day and make sure it all fits and reprioritize where needed. Number three, you're going to pull out your paper planner to the weekly spread, flip to that weekly spread, write out your day stack very simply. You do not need timestamps. You just need to know what you're going to do first to what you're going to do next and go on. And that is just going to stack your day on what you need to do. 
Um, from there, you are going to make sure that your weekly spread is laid out and then choose your three to five priority tasks for the week and write them on the side. If you don't have three to five at this point, just a little plug, just write the numbers one through five. And as you go throughout the week, something might come up and then you can just kind of remind yourself to keep it limited to three to five so you can keep it really focused so you're not feeling overwhelmed and you can actually get through and some things might need to be shifted to the next week but that's okay um, and then you go to your paper planner do a quick review add any daily reminders if they need to be and then the last optional step is to go back to your Google Calendar and plug any reminders or priority tasks there as a task in Google Calendar if you'd like to. That one is optional. I hope this is super helpful and helps you get really like organized and feeling like that. I love the feeling of a deep breath. <laughs> it's just like you go into your week just feeling really organized and ready to tackle the week. It's going to make you feel better. It's going to make you feel like you know exactly what needs to be done and you have the time plugged in to do it. You can plug in reading time if you need to make sure that you have a break to read. You can do whatever you want. It's your calendar. It's your schedule. You get to do what you want with it. And having this aligned with everybody else in your family is just going to make you feel like you're not just trying to keep up all the time. And then other people will also be able to see what you're doing. If you share your calendar with your family, you can let them know, hey, I'm available from here to here, or I am going to be doing this from here to here. They know what to expect. And so everybody will be on the same page. And instead of just bumping heads or like trying to pull each other in different directions, everyone will be able to just know what's going on and go with the flow a little bit better. And it will come with time. It might not be perfect right away. Like I said, tweak it as you need to. But this is something that I have found helps with me a ton and that I'm not constantly feeling like I'm updating a meeting in my digital calendar and then I'm updating a meeting in my planner just to make sure I'm in sync. Like doing it this way helps me stay with all of my time commitments as I need to without the double booking, but I also get to utilize both in the best ways possible for me. So I hope this was helpful for you. If you want to share your layout or kind of swap layouts, maybe get some ideas from other people, come join us in the Facebook group. That is a really great way to connect with other people that are still going through this process with you. Uh, it's facebook.com slash groups slash the routine advantage community. And if you have any questions or want to leave an audio message, we do have the option to have you leave a speak pipe message. And you can go to yourorganizedlifeblueprint.com, scroll all the way to the bottom, and you're going to see this little button and it's like orange and it's just going to ask you to leave a message there. And you can just click the button, leave it on your phone or your computer, and you can actually leave a like voice recording, which is super cool. And you can... Tell me what you're loving about the podcast. You can ask me a question. You can just share your thoughts, things like that, right on that little message, and it will come to me and my team. 
And then if it's a question that we can feature right on the podcast and answer right on the podcast, I can do that. So it'd be really fun to hear from you if you um, have a question or want to leave an audio review. I would love that and I would be very grateful. If you have a few moments to just leave a written review in your podcast app wherever you're listening, that would also be super appreciated because the more good reviews on those podcast apps, the more it will push it out to people that want to hear these things too. And hopefully others can learn as we are learning here on the podcast. So thank you for listening today. I apologize for it being such a long episode, but hopefully it was good for you. And I will see you on the next episode, which will come out on Thursday. See you later.